Hey everybody, so this is going to be a really short episode because I'm by myself, um, kind of like how this podcast started. I started just kind of by myself talking about how I get things done, and of course that's going to be a recurring theme throughout this, um, and so this is one of those episodes where I'm just going to talk about kind of how I go about doing things, and in, in today's episode I want to talk about how I go about doing things in times of distraction, in times of uncertainty, because right now, as I record this, we're still waiting for four or three or four states to finish counting the election ballots, and it's pretty unnerving, and it's hard to focus uh, on the tasks at hand, and of course, for me, the tasks are budgeting, general operations, and then, of course, creative projects. I have so many creative projects I want to get to, but I'm finding it very difficult to focus. So wh what do I do? How do I, how do I mentally sort of finagle all of this so that I can focus on something and be productive? Well, it's, it's one of those things where you're going to have to, like for me, I, ha I, I know for a fact that it's not in my hands right now. Um, hopefully, if things go well, it won't ever have to be in my hands because I did my part. I casted my vote, and that should be it. Uh, and if the country sees eye to eye with you, the country will uh, cast that same vote. If they don't, then they won't. Uh, but that's not going to stop me from being creative. Maybe it'll put a hiccup during these stressful times, but it's it's a brief moment, and we're gonna we're gonna just push through it. And here's how we're gonna push through it. One, I'm not gonna try to be creative. I'm not gonna try to be productive. I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to get through this, to make sure that I had done something today. So that when it comes time to go to sleep, I'll be able to sleep. So I'll go hiking in the woods. I'll go for a drive. Uh, you know, I just spent this whole week reorganizing my digital music collection from scratch. I, I, I'm like, I cannot feasibly work, but I got to do something. So you know what I ended up doing? I ended up re recapturing or no what do they call it ripping i call it re-ripping all of my old cd collection uh, and going into the, a deep dive of the data and retooling all of the data and doing data entry on all of these tracks all of these albums and i just retooled 50 gigabytes worth of mp3 music and it's just like yeah it's not important really uh, and it's, it, it sounds silly and ridiculous, like something a, a teenager would do to pass the time. But honestly, like if you can't write, if you can't bring yourself to do any operational stuff beyond the basics, why not? Why not just go through this, you know, healthy, you know, the, the what is it? Mental health. The mental health is important, and if it's not contributing to your mental health to try and get something else done, then do whatever works for you. And for me, it was basically retooling my entire digital music collection, which kind of needed to be done anyway, because for the past few years, I haven't really focused that hard on it, and all the files ended up scattered and all over the place, and 
it made it made sense for me to do it <laughs> um but yeah that's that's how i did it and then i also i'm not writing as much this week but i am taking a lot of voice notes so when i go for walks in the woods I'll actually have my phone with me, but I'll have it on airplane mode. And the reason I'll have it on airplane mode is because I don't want the outside world distracting me when I'm not mentally ready for it. And when I'm in the woods, I'm not ready for it. I need to be able to sit down and be like, all right, time to update the news. And, and then I'll update the news. But like right now, it just doesn't make sense. And so I'll go into the woods i'll have my phone in airplane mode but i'll have the voice recorder app open and i'll just take notes because i know that once all of this once i know what's happening once we all know what's happening we'll be able to f kind of fit that scenario that reality into our reality and get back to work right so in a few days maybe next week i'll take all those notes and i'll integrate them into a document that I'll then go into when I start writing again. And that's basically how I'm say, staying pseudo productive. Um, it won't last long. Like I know I'll be back to work very, very soon. Um, my goal actually, not next week, but the week after next, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, I'm recording this on November 6th, 2020. I actually plan on doing a full pass assembly of my film like i've been assembling it sequence by sequence very slowly but the week of the 16th through the 20th i actually plan on assembling the entire thing like finishing it that way i can kind of view fractals my current movie uh in its entirety for the first time and the reason i'm doing that on that week is because i know for a fact that i'll have that whole week by myself as jan is going down to florida on business slash personal it's a mix of both and uh i'm like oh well i'll have a week in new york by myself i think i'm gonna assemble my entire movie and so i'm waiting for that week to do all of that and um yeah so that's that's it it's really just mental health comes first comes before productivity because what's the point of being productive if you if you're going fucking crazy you know what i'm saying it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. You really have to take care of yourself. And, you know, I, 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 I've been having a hard time these past few, four years. So I just realized how much hatred exists in this country. I realized that my idea of society and civilization doesn't correspond with so many people. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a person who believes that if we work together, we'll succeed together. And that, to me, has always been a left ideology. I believe people should be liberated and free, hence the word liberal. And, and it baffles me that almost half of the American population doesn't understand that or refuses to understand that or just doesn't give a shit. And so from a mental health standpoint, I can't think about that. Like, I'll act on it when it comes time for me to kind of convey my voice in terms of voting, in terms of deciding on policy, on personal policy as well. Um, I'll respond economically. 
what does that look like, right? You're like wondering, well, I had an opportunity after 2016, after I graduated, I graduated, so for those of you who are just tuning in, I am, um, in my mid-30s, I went back to college. And I got a BA, and then that was quickly followed by an MFA. Between the two, in 2017, I had the opportunity to make some films. One of them, though, would have been made in Philly. Well, guess what? In 2016, Pennsylvania went to Trump. And so I, d I opted out because I didn't want to, because I knew that if I brought a production anywhere, I would be bringing uh, economic stimulus to a place that went to Trump. Now, obviously, the city didn't go. Cities won't usually go to the Republicans anyway. But like the state of Pennsylvania, I would have been filming in the rural areas quite a lot and a lot of counties that went to Trump. And I know this sounds petty, but really, for me, the only thing I have is economic response. My films when they're at least the funded films, they bring economic economic stimuli to the places where I film them because we, we get put up in, in hotels and we go to restaurants and the whole hospitality industry gets a boost, the restaurant industry gets a boost. And so I will never bring my productions to a place that doesn't conform with my ideology. Like, I want us to work together and succeed together. And if a whole population of people are voting with sort of every man for himself in mind, well, you know, I'm a fan of to each his own. So that's what you want. You don't get me. You don't get me. You don't get my budget. You don't get anything. I'm sure that uh, there are plenty of business owners that would rather be in a state like that. I am not one of them. And so that's how I respond I usually won't go out and onto the streets um, I don't have that luxury unfortunately I think that's a privilege to be able to do that as an asthmatic in the coronavirus era it would be stupid of me to do that that's why I don't go out and protest however I do respond economically and I respond in terms of how I vote I vote very left even though I'm, I consider myself more left of center, I'll always vote extremely left because I know there aren't a, enough people doing that uh, for us to even be a left of center country. Um, and I will also be very, very careful about where I bring my productions to the point where I'm looking at congressional districts and a track record of how congressional districts vote. You won't hear me talk a lot of politics. And this is why because I am responsive to it. I'm just responsive to it in my own way. And so this is sort of a record of how I am responsive to it. Is it doesn't really matter in the end where a project is filmed, where anything is produced, because I know that whatever I make, at least right now, I am so careful about how I develop these projects that it's going to turn out almost the way I need it to to give me some sort of artistic satisfaction. So I don't need to even film in a place where it's set. I used to be I used to believe in that. I used to be like, well, all movies should be filmed where they are set. I actually don't believe that anymore. I I decided that the world is too complicated 
for that policy. I think places should benefit based on sort of how they interact with the other world. So if a, pla if a general population of a place votes in a way where they have complete disregard for other people and other populations, well, regardless of whether or not my film is set there, I'm not bringing the production there. It just is what it is. And so these policies of mine, these personal policies of mine and the way I operate really do go a long way to making me feel like I'm doing the right thing at any given time. It's all part of that mental health thing. Like I know my practice isn't perfect, but I also know that my intentions are, are right. Like, you know how we, it, we judge ourselves by our intentions and everybody else by their actions? Well, I'm trying to see both my intentions and my actions and making sure that they correspond with one another um, and what my actions look like to others and not necessarily also what I say, like, because what I say might be misconstrued. So, uh, yeah, I, I'll never understand why people don't do it that way. It makes a lot more sense to me to kind of just, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of the same as choosing not to shop at a store because you don't like what the owners do. I do that too. Like I don't shop at Walmart. Um, I rarely shop at Target. I don't like those stores. I don't like the way ownership runs those stores. Um, employees of those two chains always seem miserable, which is telling of the culture of those companies. Um, the same thing with certain chain restaurants. Um, I also don't shop. I don't shop or patronize stores and restaurants that ha have uh, openly politicized their business. So, like in Staten Island, you'll see a lot of signs for Republican candidates, right? And you'll see no signs for Democratic candidates. And so it's one of those things where like small business owners have just have just made it very clear who they support and that's fine, whatever, but I'm not going to go to those places. And I actually stopped going to mom and pop restaurants in Staten Island because it's just so obvious to me where so many of them stand that it's easier for me to, if I want to eat out, I'll go to, I have two or three places that are chain restaurants but I actually tapered back I only go to those if I'm about to hit the road and I need some food to take with me along the way but I started cooking more because I just couldn't deal with the f I don't understand how so many people could support somebody so unqualified so not interested in humanity it just doesn't make any sense to me and if you saw some of these advertisements I've been watching through the whole election sort of season, you'll understand my resentment. It's just, it was so vicious. And why anybody would put up signs supporting some of these people, it's just beyond me. It, it's, it, I don't get it. And I'm not even going to name drop some of these people because unfortunately, uh, the worst one won.
they won the election for the Congress. They won her, she won her seat, and that really just, it drives me up the wall. I don't understand anybody who would ever cast a vote for this person. And so, and unfortunately, so many of them were small business owners who don't want to pay taxes, who don't want to pay fair wages. Uh, I know a lot of these small business owners, um, and that's basically their reasoning. They don't want to pay taxes, and they don't want to pay fair wages, and they know that Republican-run government will manipulate the laws in a way where they won't have to. And that's why they vote that way. And it's really infuriating because that's not the work-together-succeed-together ideology that I'm, uh, uh, I'm into. That's every man for himself. That's the 1% takes the most of it, and everybody else gets that trickle down. That doesn't work. That's that Reagan era bullshit. We don't need that. And so, yeah, I know I sound like I'm preaching. I'm just trying to unload all of this week's kind of emotions somehow and hopefully have this, this understood. And so, yeah, I basically just, <laughs> I've been focusing on my, my, my Apple music and, uh, I don't buy from Apple Music. I just use it to organize my music. Um, yeah, and I'm almost done with that. So now I don't know what I'm going to do. I might have to go back to work somehow. I might have to de do a deep dive into a novella or something. I certainly have a few of those in the works. But I would say, I would say just find, find where you can distract yourself until we know what's going on. And then once we know what's going on, find the most productive way to move forward. Like, I don't 100% believe that facing off with police and riot gear is the way to go. Not right now, anyway. I, I actually think that we're better off just hunkering down until, you know, we know what's going on. Because... The playbook isn't going to work. The playbook that they're going to they're gonna go forward with, it's, it's all going to be legal. It's all going to be the manipulating the legal process. It won't be maybe quote-unquote legal, but it'll be quote-unquote legal. And it'll be a manipulation of the legal process to make it legal. And it'll be, it'll be jackassery. Um... And I, I don't know that facing off against the popo right now is the way to do it. The way forward is civilization. Because that's what we're up against. We're up against people who don't want civilization. We're up against people who want every man for himself. So keep your mental health in check and move forward however you can. Stay productive, stay creative. Uh, take voice notes if you have to. Go for walks in the woods. There's more to the world. Experience it. Socially distance. <laughs> oh my goodness, this whole social distance mask thing too. Don't get me started on that. Anyway, listen, we're going to have more guests soon. Next week probably. Uh, and uh, all this month I'll be recording with some guests and... Uh, It'll be uh, it'll be an interesting season <laughs> for the podcast. So, hang in there. 
this will all wind down hopefully soon and uh, we'll be on a good track to retooling our futures the way we want them so that we are all creative and we are all inspired to create and inspire one another to create that is the idea here live that art life live that city life thanks everybody Bye.